Hey guys, and welcome back to the Matthew Freeman Show, episode six. Earlier this week, you were treated to episode 5.5, which was uh, termed the shoe cast, and it was a review of Reebok, Noble, and Nike. But getting back to regular programming this week, we're going to talk a little bit about experimenting, changing the game, how self-experimentation can really lead to major breakthroughs. Before that, just wanted to take a quick moment to say if you're enjoying the show, if you could leave me a review on iTunes, that would be greatly appreciated. It definitely drives up traffic and more people can hear what you believe is to be good information. I also want to thank you again for tuning in and ask that uh, you follow me at Matthew Freeman, Matthew Freeman, M-A-T-H-E-W-F-R-E-E-M-A-M on Instagram and Matthew Freeman Fitness on Facebook. If there's a specific episode that you think someone would enjoy, share that with them. That means the world to me. Um, getting the word out there, really, um, what I'm trying to do is create a community of individuals that want to think on another level, and you're going to help me do that. As always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. So let's talk about this week. This question actually comes from a listener. So it's our first in a series of listener questions. They asked me to talk about how experimenting changes the game. I am definitely no Tim Ferriss, but one thing that I absolutely do is try things out for myself and I try them for an extended period of time so that I could gather data and feedback as to the benefit, effects, or possibility that this something may be worth sharing. As a coach, I really do believe that we should have firsthand experience with the things we recommend. Now, that's not always possible. Uh, There are certain things that are not healthy for me or I've found are not healthy for me over time and I am not going to, well, I should say, I would not prefer to indulge in an experiment that would not be healthy, although at times I have actually done things to prove a point. But where I'm going here is experimentation with self is really the only true way to learn the value of something. People can be out there and they could suggest this, that, or the other, but without personal experience, there really is no way to validate or invalidate this information. There are a lot of areas that you can try self-experimentation. Reading is one of them. Let's say reading is something you want to take on because you know that putting positive word in your mind at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day leads to better performance or so you've been told. The challenge would be to say, okay, for the next 60 days, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read 10 to 15 pages and or listen for 15 minutes to an audible book specific to a subject that you want to learn. And maybe you do this on the way to work. Maybe you do this while you're getting ready for work. 
Maybe you do this first thing in the morning over coffee. And you really do this for the next 60 days. And at the end of each day, you journal how that day has gone. How that day felt different from any other day. Whether or not your productivity increased. Whether or not your mood changed. Whether or not you were more optimistic or less optimistic. And that could truly be dependent on the content that you're consuming. Write down the type of content you're consuming. Over the 60 days, change up the content. Go from business to self-help to you know, whatever else that you might want to listen to. Listen to a book that might be dark in nature and one that might be light in nature. Try all these different books within that specified experiment, which is to read for 10 to 15 minutes every morning. And at the end of 60 days, you can give a thorough self-analysis on how reading impacts you and whether or not that should be something that is a daily part of your life. Another area is nutrition. This one gets me because people's experiment experiments are not controlled in the nutrition world. So what I suggest here and I'm not going to we're going to talk enough about nutrition in the future. If you decide to try a specific diet or a specific new supplement that you only add that supplement or you specifically follow that nutrition plan to the letter for 60 days and again, journal your results. What felt good, what didn't feel good, what you liked, what you disliked, what worked for you, what didn't work for you. And then you have another tool in the toolbox and information regarding nutrition. You can do this with exercise. You can do this with, you know, 60-day experiment of being kind to your significant other. Uh, I know that there was the love dare. I think that was 40 days and they had this movie. I think it was the love dare. I have to look that up, but they had a movie starring Kirk Cameron, Total C Film, but great message, um, where Kirk was doing something kind for his wife, and they had been having troubles for days upon days upon days before she fell back in love with him. And we're talking a lot of days, but... What would it be like if I didn't overreact? What if, would it be like if I just do things nice because I want to do things nice, not for anything in return? How might the mood of my significant other change if I do this repetitively and make a habit of it? Again, without expectation of anything in return. So another experiment that can change the game. I did one in particular, the Wim Hof method of breathing every morning, and I did that for 90 days, and I measured specifically cognitive function, how I felt, you know, I rated those on a scale of 1 to 10, energy levels, drop off, uh, breathing ability, and 
also within my exercise, how my aerobic capacity was impacted or not impacted through doing the Wim Hof method every morning. Cold showers was another experiment. All tools in my tool bag that now I use from time to time, not as frequently, but very, very solid um, tools to have in the tool bag. Meditation. I was meditating 10 to 15 minutes every morning and that, even though that has morphed and changed for me, I specifically did headspace for 180 some odd days in a row, 10 minutes a day, all different sorts of topics. And I utilized that meditation in competitions that I did for fitness later on where I would meditate prior to the competition. So I was super prepared and now I can utilize that as a tool in my tool bag for any other competition. Other little tiny experiments like moving your training schedule around, training in the morning, how does that affect me, training in the evening, training in the afternoon. Again, try any of these for 60 days at a time and record the results. Driving different routes to work at different times. All of these can be self-experiments that help you learn a little bit more about yourself. Supplementation like uh, you know, taking magnesium and just adding magnesium, nothing else to the mix. These are all things that you could experiment. So I'm going to ask you guys to chime in. What things have you experimented on? Share that with me. Hashtag Matthew Freeman Show. Hashtag self-experiment. 60 days. Pick something. Pick anything. And try it for the next 60 days and journal and see how that impacts you. A few things not to do when you decide to do a self-experiment is to do many things at once. Statistically speaking, I'm going off, off of memory here. When you try to embrace one new habit, you have an 85% success rate. But when you try to embrace two new habits, it drops to 35. And if you try to do three new things at once, it drops to a 10% success rate. And this is why most of us have trouble actually creating new effective habits regarding any of the topics that we talked about before. It's because we try to do too many of them at a time. My life needs to change. I'm going to start reading, writing, you know, cooking my breakfast, working out at this time, and I'm going to do it all starting Monday. It's very difficult to make that many changes at once, and statistically speaking, you're going to have a high failure rate. But one thing at a time, over time, generates significant results, and it's certainly not sexy, but it is what it is. The other thing is you have to try for a specified time period, but that specified time period must be long enough to have impact. So if you say, hey, I'm going to check out how reading impacts my life, and I'm going to do that every day for the next week and see where that goes, the sample size is so small that a variety of factors can impact that data. When you do this for a prolonged period of time, 30, 60, 90 days, you allow life to happen, you allow real life to happen, and you can actually see how this impacts you 
with real circumstance. So this is very important part is to try it long enough and stick to it long enough to get some impactful data. Lastly, the failure to collect the data. Oh, I did that. Well, how'd you feel? Oh, you know, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Well, what'd you do exactly? Well, I just tried the breathing protocol every day. What time? Sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, sometimes in the evening. Some days I didn't get it in, but then I tried to make up for it and do it twice the next day. This kind of experimentation is not going to give you data that's going to be helpful moving forward. Self-experimentation is a way to discovery. If you want to know more about yourself, be willing to try things. Be willing to try things long enough to collect relevant data. And then be honest with yourself about the impact. And then take that information and put that tool in your tool bag so that you have an effective bag of tools to pull from when you face adversity or circumstance or anything that might require one of those tools. Short episode this week. I want to thank the listener that asked me to expand upon how experimenting changes the game. I always appreciate those messages. M-A-T-H-E-W-F-R-E-E-M-A-N fitness at gmail.com. Email me directly with anything that you would like to hear about moving forward. We're on episode 6 out of 10. There might be some more halves in there if something jumps out at me. In season one, I'm starting to feel a little bit more comfortable behind this uh, microphone. I'm not sure where this is going to go, but I am still excited about it. I'm trying to learn more about it. I'm doing my due diligence by listening to lots of information via podcasts on how to become a better podcast host. And I'm also working on doing a little research on my end to get better at sharing. So, if you have any suggestions or constructive feedback for me, don't hold back. I have to learn to develop thick skin. That's something I'm working on. And this is part of my experiment. Be open to constructive criticism. Hope you guys are enjoying the Matthew Freeman Show. As always, I really appreciate you listening in. And until I see you next week, thanks for tuning in.